get an interesting update on Tales of the Jedi and what it actually is, a new Star Wars game is announced, which is actually just an old Star Wars game coming back, and Andor will have multiple seasons in its run. All that and more here on Chatooine. Welcome back, everyone, to Chatooine. I'm your host, Star Wars Only, joined with Palpa Memes in the last-minute join. I appreciate that. <laughs> and it. the Goldman. Yes, he uh, made it in the nick of time. You uh, guys uh, didn't that, even see it. That gave me a good laugh. It was just us two. I was two. like, and, 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 I joined, and, and, and I see the intro going. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, Palpa Memes are awesome. That's great. Even and, and Longa, of course, sends his regards. He's busy with his family life right now. We wish him and his uh, family all the best at the moment. Uh, but if you guys are new here on Chatween, we, of course, talk about the news, topics, debate, and simply chat about Star Wars. Leave a like if you're watching the stream and comment what you guys want from this stream as well. We're also on Spotify if you guys want to listen on podcasts after the show. And if you're watching, of course, leave a like, comment in the stream so we can engage with you all. Uh, we don't do super chats on this one. I think we have to get like a thousand subs and Certain amount of watch best. hours, yeah, four thousand, um, four thousand, four thousand subs. Watch, 4, 000, no, 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 four thousand watch hours, a thousand subs. Okay, I think we can do that. We we need to get a little more. We've been semi inactive on the uh, the podcast, and apologize for that. It, there's not been much to go over, and we've all yeah. been really busy with life. But I think after celebration, and mainly just in May in general, once Kenobi starts coming out and all these new yeah. shows, we'll hit a good stride, and we'll try I'm, to start um, uploading like short videos on the channel i think that'll be cool I don't, I don't know about you guys but on the weekend of well you're actually going star wars only right i will be in celebration yes i'll be covering it as media so, too that's cool Woo. so i i'm taking off work the thursday and friday just so i can like stream and make videos and watch it and then monday's memorial day so i already have off so that's great mm -hmm. so i will be yeah. i will be making content yeah, a whole, whole week of content. I think I might be, I'll have to bring my laptop so I can try to make, I, I'll, I'll basically be up 24 hours a day at Celebration trying to dump out content and record it there. But I'll try to put as much as I can. And I always like, I'll record like cosplay stuff, panels, and then upload it later. So maybe, I don't, I don't know, last time I did vlogging for it, and that was more of a personal endeavor. <laughs> I don't know if I'll vlog again, just because eh, it's weird. But anyways, yeah. um, no, celebration is next month, and I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. And oh, today they got a uh, kind of a leak, I think, of the celebration homepage, the Star Wars Celebration.com website. It kind of leaked some of the planned panels. One of them was the rumors Tales of the Jedi series that has been going around lately. And the synopsis of it was on Saturday, May 28th at 2:30 p.m., author Amy Ratcliffe and Lucasfilm Creative Executive Director Dave Filoni himself, the man, the myth, the legend. They will host a panel for Tales of the Jedi, which is the official panel listing, and it describes it. This is the T that everyone's been talking about. I know Goldman's got a particular interest in it. Uh, Tales of the Jedi is an animated anthology shorts. So uh, I'll give this to you first, Goldman, because I feel like this means the most to you. When you hear that, when you hear Tales of the Jedi animated anthology shorts, what does that mean to you? It all depends on what the word shorts means. If shorts means 15 to 20 minute episodes, like an animated show length, then I'm so excited. Oh my God. That's what I wanted for Visions. Now, not specifically about the Jedi, but just like presumably canon, like animated, like 20 minute episodes of like anything, all the Jedi we can see. Cause you know we're getting a ray short you know we're gonna get one so that sounds awesome oh do, I, do I know that the is simping that, is that begins sure? <laughs> but but if shorts means like forces of destiny oh i'd be so disappointed <laughs> not so much because it's just like oh, like visions was a good idea i like visions for what it was but if they did something like visions for canon stuff like actually like told stories with the characters we love and maybe some stories with characters we don't know oh that'd be so cool that'd be so cool so it it all depends on what the word shorts means. I really hope like do we really need another Forces of Destiny or Galaxies of Adventures? Like those were fine, but like I feel like it's a waste of money. Oh, I really hope. I really hope. I just want like God. If they said twenty minute episodes, like we're gonna do one for all the main characters of all the eras, that'd be so cool. I really yeah. hope it's. And I, I think I'd like that too. Oh, I really hope it's not like like when I think of shorts, I think of like three to five minute like episodes. yeah that would be so disappointing 
all that well, was so hopefully it is like you're saying kind of like visions where it's you know 20 minutes maybe 30 at most like something where each each tale is unique and i hope it's era expanding i think eckhart's ladder put it on um twitter today about how he doesn't really want it to be about like the jedi of the clone wars and i could not agree more like we, totally. we've expanded we've expanded that era like i i do not want any of the tales of jedi to be about mace windu i mean maybe maybe yoda <laughs> like I, I think that'd be because yoda's like 900 years old there's there's any time you can go with him but no obi-wan no anakin Maybe a unique, maybe like a Quinlan Voss from the Clone Wars era. Like that would be, uh, sure, I'll give, I'll throw that one a bone. But like, I want one for Ray. I want one for yeah, uh, the High wow. Republic. I, I do. I do. I want, I want an interesting story of her era. And I want it to be post Rise of Skywalker, of course. Her just out doing, uh, like these Jedi. Well, one thing that I've had an issue, and I've said this before, with Jedi in Star Wars, is, they, is they've never really done their job up until the recent series in the High Republic of just protecting the galaxy. <laughs> So it would be cool to have this where you see Jedi kind of do that. And maybe this is, I mean, even it being called Tales of the Jedi, this could be like the Journal of the Wills kind of thing in Star Wars where it sounds and it's being read as someone being, someone telling the story in the canon universe, in Star Wars. Kind of like that book of the Sith that you used to have where it's canon in the universe and you read it and it sounds like it was written in the Star Wars universe. That's how I'd like this to be kind of portrayed as where maybe it's Rey telling the new Jedi order, here's some tales of the Jedi. And then, you know, you have your little montage, what happens and shit. Papa memes. What do you, what do you think about tales of the Jedi? It'd be called animated anthology shorts. Does that give you excitement for it? Does that make you a little bit nervous? So I've never been a big animated guy when it comes to star Wars. I, I think the clone Wars is overrated. Um, as I said on Twitter today, and that got me canceled. Um, you, you got ratioed, and, and I helped ratio you. Yeah, I know. I probably deserve it, but um, <laughs> no, I, I don't think the Clone Wars and Rebels. I don't think they're bad by any means. They're just not. They're just not my cup of tea. I'll put it simply. That said, I, I think I'm with Goldman on this one. I think we all kind of unanimously agree that like we don't want these short three minute, five minute episodes that are going to be thrown on YouTube or something like Galaxy of Adventures, which was a cool little thing they did, but. We got to remember this. This Tales of the Jedi was originally leaked on a what was it? A, a thank you box for Lucasfilm employees, or what was it? It was yeah, um, like end a, of the year Christmas gift, something like that. Yeah. So if this were like a simple Galaxy Adventures type thing, I don't think they would include that on the box. <laughs> for me personally, I like to think that Star Wars Visions was kind of testing ground for this idea, and especially if this is going to be canon, which I think we all want it to be. I can't see these being little five-minute shorts. And uh, someone in the comments, Matthew, talked about how it could be like the 2003 Clone Wars series where it was just a bunch of three- to five-minute clips in between commercial breaks and all that. Yes, that is true, but those were... That was an entire two-volume, two-hour-long series cut up scene by scene to be thrown into the commercials. I actually have the DVDs for the full two-hour film. Uh, it's actually two one-hour-long films. Um, so I don't think it's going to be that. I think personally they wouldn't be making an entire panel about this if it was something so small. I would expect this to be 20, 25-minute shorts or something like that. That's what I'm hoping at least, and I agree with you only. I think something that I'm getting kind of tired of and I think we all are getting tired of is is they, they just keep milking the crap out of this Skywalker era, the 1 through 9 era. I can't even say 1 through 9 if I'm being honest. It's more 1 through 6.5, episodes 1 through 6.5 era. They just keep milking it. They're making a million shows about these characters that are cool, but it's like, why are they getting a show? Um, I just think the best place for Lucasfilm to do is either, you can do both, is either A, go forward, post-Rise of Skywalker, I think there's some really interesting stories you can tell doing that, or B, go super, super far back to where there's no connections with the Skywalkers, essentially. Anything that the Skywalkers touch is like anything to that. I think Lucasfilm is milking it too much. So I hope they do this on like a grand level where it's like, they could do an Old Republic anthology where it's like, whoa, Old Republic, and they're just throwing in some new canon ideas for the Old Republic. Or my preference would be them going forward and maybe set some stuff up with Finn. Who knows? Uh, maybe set up a new Jedi Order show or whatever, which we've heard rumors and all that about. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Again, I don't really care too much about animation, but it's new canon. I am excited, and I hope it's, uh, hope it's great. Well, I think a big key point to this series going forward and what makes it i think a little bit more interesting than um kind of as uh, goldman was saying earlier something not, not only like visions but uh what was it, a galaxy of adventures or whatever the little shorts that they did 
is that Dave Filoni is involved with this. And he's a lot more involved than he seemingly was in something like Resistance, which also, I guess you could say something like this in animated anthology shorts. But Dave Filoni being involved with this kind of adds another layer to it. Do you think that gives us uh, more credence of a show that has some weight to it? Like with him being involved, does that mean we're likely to get someone like Ahsoka, someone like a Plo Koon in this, or maybe something about the High Republic? uh, Or I would not be surprised if we got an Ahsoka um you know episode in this of sure. some unique time so what do you guys think dave filoni means for this kind of series right now because personally i think it means that this is going to be something that has a grander impact over the entire star wars narrative going forward because that's everything that dave filoni does and touches we have rebels we have clone wars those are now pivotal in the star wars universe where we now see the effects of that in things like the mandalorian in the kenobi series I think Tales of Jedi may has that potential with Dave Filoni's involvement to have ripple effects throughout the rest of the Star Wars universe. I hope you're right. I think I think so. And at first, I was going to make a point that remember when Matt Lanter was like, um, "My portrayal of Anakin's not going to be over." So I bet you this is what he's talking about. So I could mm-hmm. totally see if, I, if there's an Anakin story that takes place during the Clone Wars. I want it to be in the beginning when he's more like Attack of the Clones, Anakin. You know, before Ahsoka shows up, that mm. I'd be interested in. But anything after Ahsoka showing up, not really. Maybe like Pad One, um, Anakin. Yeah, but then I remembered that Matt Lanter technically did return for Forces of Destiny, and that Anakin looked so weird and funny. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, I, I hope you make a good point. I don't think Dave Filoni was like involved with Forces of Destiny, so no, I highly doubt it. He might have been. He might have just had like a producer label and was like, "Oh yeah, do this." His name was on it, but yeah, no. probably. Um, so yeah, I think I think so. I hope, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Yeah, for me, uh, when Dave Filoni is involved, we got to remember his position at Lucasfilm. Now he's now what is it? Creative ex- executive creator at Lucasfilm. Uh, let me look at it. It says yeah, um, yeah. create. Yeah, Lucasfilm creative executive director, which is he's high wow. up, right? They're not going to be having him making animation stuff, and he's going to be. They're making this big panel out of it. Um, you know, they're trying to get people hyped for it from this Star Wars celebration panel. But let's also remember the. Um, Along with your Matt Lanner comment, Goldman, is it the Kiner brothers? Kiner brothers who make the Clone Wars? Kiner. Kiner. Kiner? I think it's Kiner. They, I don't know, guys, if you remember, but a few months, it's actually, yeah, literally literally a month ago, probably, February, mid-February. No, actually... Yeah, <gasps> you're right. Do you remember they said that they've been working on something that's huge and they're 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 in the process of making all these insane major themes and stuff and that yes. they can't wait to share it. They can't wait hmm. to show us what Star what oh, us Star Wars fans he, what it is. You guys remember that? You just got me got so excited. Matt, now we got Matt Lanner saying that he's back for something and he can't once again can't wait to show us what it is. So I don't think this is a little galaxy of adventures kind of deal. I, I think we're in for a treat. And I, as I remembered that during this during as I'm talking. I'm more excited for this now because I forgot about that when we were chatting about it in our little group chat. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they kind of rose there. They're hyping something up. Yeah, that, that uh, raises good, the stakes, remember, honestly. Good catch. Remember, I haven't seen anyone talk about that. Well, first, let me see. Did Kevin Kiner score uh, Forces of Destiny? No, no. Oh, gosh, no, no. Don't, <laughs> no, I don't, don't think hurt he would say that's cute. Like, yeah, he said, he said it's like he made it the way he was talking about it, the way he phrased it. We'll see if we can find it. Um, he, he was talking. You're raising my hopes, He's typing it up. I know. I know. Yeah, me too. more but, excited uh yeah no me as i'm saying as i remember i'm like oh shoot uh yeah because whenever you brought up matt lanner i was like oh damn yeah yeah they're also doing something for star wars so mm-hmm. oh yeah no. clone and my boy clone in the place here yeah, they said that they have complete control over the themes that's cool that sounds that's like cool. a dave filoni move uh, as well i am surprised that they haven't given kevin kiner something in live action yet he's, 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 he's on some great work dude um oh man oh that's so cool well, what I'm curious, though, is, like, which Jedi they're going to use if they do a different Jedi each episode. Like, if you guys had to pick one Jedi, but kind of, like, outside of, like, the usual, like, uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Ahsoka, or Rey, like, which Jedi would you pick? Because now, like, I don't know why it just came to me. I feel like a Qui-Gon episode would be really cool, especially with Dave Filoni involved and, like, the Kiner brothers doing, like, a big grand thing for this. I feel like uh, Qui-Gon learning how to become one with the force or like a force ghost from the, um, what are they called? Is it the celestials or the ones or the wills? I think, I think it's the wills. Yeah. Um, and that the ones that Yoda trained under, I think Qui-Gon learning some of that stuff would be a very cool, like one-off tales of the Jedi story. But what, what do you guys think about 
um like which specific jedi do you think would be kind of cool to see that's outside the box in this finn oh that'd be interesting what, what I mean, about a <laughs> what about a ben solo Ooh, yeah, you actually, know, that's, actually, that's yeah, that would be cool because I, you know, you know, bring up a uh, Qui Gon. I'm thinking, what if we see Qui Gon and Dooku together? Oh, Dooku oh, that's, once that's a Jedi. That's a, good idea. a Jedi. That's, that's a, a story that that's I think good... George brought in, but just left. One. Yeah, he just well, left a... it. And I'm like, bro, that could have been so cool to see. That, that would be amazing. That, I would yeah. kill for that. Um, so we all love like Qui Gon. Like, you know, like, I want to see, I want to see the, I want to see the characters we know in settings that we haven't seen them before. Mm-hmm. So like Qui Gon and Dooku, that's such a good idea. That's perfect. Um, like or even want... Dooku and Yoda, whenever he was Yoda's Padawan, like that that was a very rare thing for Yoda, the Grand Master, to pick a Padawan. Like that that'd be crazy like, to see as well. I feel like if if they don't do something with Luke and Ben Solo, that's just a huge missed opportunity. Granted, mm-hmm. it would probably be something small. They're not going to do something too extreme with those characters. But like Adam. Ben Solo is like still a really popular character. I think Lucasfilm sure. is realizing they made a huge mistake killing him off, whether you think it was a good decision or not. I'm gonna argue with you all day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, oh, so they're the, the cat plays on that. Oh, I'm trying to think well, of other ones. What, what do you guys think about them using this as like um, they've used the Mandalorian as a launching pad for spinoff shows? We've heard rumors in the past year, and it's been a hot minute since these rumors even went about. Nothing's ever came across my desk about shit about um, Ben Solo getting his own like animated series. Do you guys think this could be used oh, to like launch it. spinoff things for certain characters? Maybe not Ben Solo specifically, but let's say we do get a Finn as a Jedi in this. I feel like people will be upset about that one specifically, but even if we did something, I mean, I think they would be because they'd be like, okay, why didn't you do this in live action? It's like, what if John Boyega doesn't come back to play Finn in this? Like, well, it's like they can't go back and redo the movies, so it's, I don't know. I think that's a silly mindset. That because I, I agree with you, people would be mad about that. Like, why didn't you do this? It's like, I think because they did, and people, now they are. You know, I think there's yeah. be, there'll be a lot of people like me who'll be like, okay, we're getting this nice, and then there'll be people who are like, yeah, you should have done this in the shows, but they'll. Or in the movies, but they'll be somewhat happy to see this. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I agree with that. Like, yeah, they screwed up Finn. Like, I'm not, you know, but um, you can only go forward, you know? I, you know? I don't know if they can, like, it's tough to kind of, like, launch a whole series from a short. I mean, I, there was rumors that they were going to do that with, like, the Ninth Jedi from Visions because that had a really interesting mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll, I bet you, I bet you in Vision Season 2, and we'll talk about that in a bit, they'll continue some of the stories that were popular in the uh, Vision Season 1. I don't know if, it'd be tough. The thing is, the thing about, like, a Luke or a Ben Solo show is that, ideally, yes, I'd love it if it was live action, but it just doesn't seem feasible. Adam Driver's as A-list of an actor is, exists right now, so it's like you could recast him. I don't know how popular Ben Solo would be, though, if Adam Driver wasn't playing him. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I don't know. He could still be. could not be. I don't know. Hey, put put a pin in that for, like, maybe next week's show. We should have, because um, I think uh, Papalmeme's friend, um, Okairo, put up, um, like, a v- video about, like, deep fake versus recasting, like, the original trilogy yes, characters. Yeah. That, is, that is a cool, that is an interesting topic that we could have, um, not maybe in a whole episode, but that mm-hmm. could be a topic about, like, what we discuss on uh, the possibilities mm-hmm. of recasting. Because with the original trilogy characters and future stories that's a major consideration i mean yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't want to recast uh ben solo as anyone other than adam driver but if i want to see anything post rise of skywalker probably going to need to recast luke maybe recast we've already recasted han solo i mean we have these options out there it's a it's a unique kind of situation that lucas films in with the stories no. going forward this is an alternate history but it's an interesting thought i wonder if solo didn't bomb and say he made like a billion dollars would they have done a CGI Luke? I wonder if subconsciously Lucasfilm got the message that Solo bombed because it wasn't Harrison Ford. So now let's make our characters look like they did originally. Could be, could not be. I don't it's know. It's probably a thought that went through their heads for sure. I, mean, I, I think I think it's a thought, but I think it's one of the back thoughts. I think if Solo did a billion in the box office, CGI Luke would still happen. I but I, I do think that if Solo had a billion in the box office, the Kenobi series would be a Kenobi movie. Oh, like easily. Oh and, and yeah. Cause you had Boba Fett Kenobi. I mean, who knows what else they had up their sleeve. Oh, Boba Fett probably would have stayed a film as well. Uh, truth be told, it wasn't canned. I think until like 2019 as a film, it was just know. kind of on the back burner for like five years. Lucasfilm's so weird. 
They, they really are, man. They released oh. another te They released another trailer for Kenobi with no new footage. I've actually talked. I've talked to uh, uh, making Star Wars, and he he's hinting at. There's actually another. I think he said 15 second clip that is gonna. That's pretty much all new footage. He's been saying that for for a couple weeks now. He said this week we're gonna get new footage. So that's cool. We'll see. I, I don't. I don't, I, really, I don't like any new footage for like. The shows. Uh, this this is a maybe a hot take or controversial. I have absolutely no excitement for Kenobi. What? Like, have you read I, the leaks? No, I don't. They are I, so I, good. I, I've read. I the, I, I look, I'm telling you, man. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Don't worry, guys, in the in the chat. They're they're they surprise me. Like I was so worried about this show. I'm like, they're gonna screw Kenobi up. They're gonna screw this story up for the sake of fan service. Yeah. Well, once no, I heard man. the the it kid was good. in there, like once I heard the kid, um, I was like, okay, I'm kind of Luke? no. Oh, kid. oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say anything. You have nothing to worry about if, if these plot leaks are true. I'm not gonna you know, say anything, but yeah. You know what was interesting? I saw on Twitter was that they had like the um, like an age recommendation rating. Like for the Mandalorian, it said 14 plus. Oh yeah, yeah. For, uh, the lowest. It's like it's nine. nine. It's like nine plus. Star Wars is for kids. I don't care. But it's like it's interesting. Why not 14 plus? That doesn't well, that doesn't line up with. Well, you've heard yeah everything it's yeah. been like oh this is darker this is supposed to be darker than like the other no, shows like, yeah because like i've heard again no spoilers but reva reva's kind of brutal from what i've seen cool so, I again i don't know like these, these are public leaks. you guys can go find them on and stuff but uh yeah no like only like i get where you're coming from because i for the longest time was very scared after boba fett and how they screwed that show up and um and then the bad batch i can't stand that show i was like okay we're, we're on a really bad uh but even, but like, it's not even like it's just the marketing for me like maybe sure. i don't know there, there's they've not shown anything about the series that makes me go i have to watch this it looks I good know. and i think I it's know. i think it's going to be great and i hope it is but like well, something about it i just i just cannot tell you how much i don't when, care when was when yeah. was the last time you felt the opposite like Mandalorian season two, where you Mandalorian felt like oh, yeah, I have season to watch. two, yeah, Mandalorian did you, season. Did two. you feel that way for Mandalorian season one? Like before, uh, it came out? maybe I was one of the few, but yeah, I was extremely excited because I remember being excited because it was going to be that, and I think Jedi Fallen Order came out the same day, if not the next week. So I was, I, I was really hyped. I, I remember like basically saying like most of that year. Star Wars is kind of coming back at the end of 2019 because we got the Mandalorian, Jedi Fallen Order, and then Rise of Skywalker. So I was hyped for the Mandalorian. I was at the panel for the Mandalorian. I snuck into that bitch, got <laughs> footage and everything. Like I, I uh, Mandalorian season one, I was hyped for. Um, but like Book of Boba Fett, not a lot of excitement. Bad Batch, I don't think I was all. I you know I think I was excited and then kind of like disappointed with it. No, you know what? I'm wrong. I, I remember now. I was disappointed. I, I was I wasn't excited at all because I think we talked about that on the show. At nauseum, like, well, it's coming, and yeah. okay. It's so funny, the the OG uh, Chatwin days. Like, I I still remember a speculation about Mandalorian season two cameos for like, oh, every oh. fucking week it was a different cameo. <laughs> Another Hollywood reporter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those, it all came those, true. Those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah, that was an interesting time to do the show, and I I feel like we're gonna kind of get that back later this year because of how much fucking content they're just gonna dump out on us and, and, and speaking of like content that they're dumping out it's not like a specific topic for the show but mm -hmm. jordan mason he came out last week and said that yeah there's gonna be a season two of the visions that comes out this year and that they had worked on it and started working on it pretty much as season one was releasing cool. i think that's great news like I, i'm i was actually kind of worried that visions dropped and it meant nothing like it didn't get any good viewership it did get good viewership for like the first week because it's the only time it was releasing it was like the top five original streaming service shows that was in september there's how many things came out in september like not, nothing of really importance or significance in the streaming realm so i'm really curious like what's going to happen in vision season two and if that is going to keep lucasfilm in the state of making content outside of the star wars canon what do you guys think about season two? Not only coming out, but like coming out this year. I'm not surprised. You I mean you, what? If, assuming it's gonna have the same production as season one, there's so many different companies working on these shorts. So all you all you need is you don't need that many not that much time. It's not like you're having the same company working on nine shorts. So it's feasible to me that they can get it done within a year. If a company makes like a 20, there were what 20, 25 minutes? Were they shorter than that? They, they Some of them were short. Yeah. They were like 30. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't surprise me all that much. I mean, they probably saw season one. They're like, okay, you know, we, we put 
this much money into it. it got this many views i think it's worth it let's do it again I think it's yeah, a good idea. That's the thing. It's like you gotta remember, like this is it's not Lucasfilm making it. It's all these different companies making one episode, right? One episode each. So it's like in my mind, it wouldn't take that long, like on a grand scale, to make a whole season out of it. But I mean, I'm pretty excited for it. I, I thought Visions to me is kind of like a nice, almost like a backburner type thing. It's not canon. It's just fun, random stories that some companies just got hired to make, and they can do whatever they want. So like for me, I think it'll come out. Probably in September again uh, of this year, if it is this year, uh, just because I think that's going to be a time where Star Wars slows down. So it's kind of just keeping Star Wars afloat for a little bit until the next big thing, more than likely the Mandalorian would be after that. Uh, but I mean, I I'm excited. I'm not surprised. I think there will be there's going to be more like Ninth Jedi stories. I, I think that company is going to continue that sort of storyline. I really hope they do that. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? You know what I'd love from Lucasfilm is if they had some a sense of yearly consistency. Mm. Like if they said, basically going forward, you know, every September, new season of Star Wars Visions, I, I'd probably get a little more excited because I know it's coming. And if they if they committed like a new Mandoverse season every December, I don't know, like it, it's a small thing. I'm not sure if this matters to anyone else, but like when when the Force Awakens Rogue One last year and I were coming out, just like, you know, it was like getting into a habit, like uh, April, you know, like before April, like speculation. What's this going to be about? April, we get the first trailer. Ooh, Luke says, I want the Jedi to end. Han Solo is like, Chewie, we're home. You know, the Rogue One teaser. It's like, cool. And then, you know, then we get like, during the summer, we get more. And then sometime in October, November, we get the final trailer. And it's like, wow, this is exciting. And then in December, it comes out. Like, just something about like yearly consistency gets me excited. And I, <laughs> I think could do more for like exciting the fandom. Because I think that's just the biggest reason why you say you like you don't have that much excitement for Obi Wan. Can I, I don't just like, yeah. Sure. Sorry, I was you bringing up consistency, and this is something I for I forgot to mention to you guys. Uh, Rogue mm -hmm. Squadron. So you know how Disney is having this SinCon. Oh yeah, panel? it wasn't on the slate, right? It, it wasn't, wasn't on on the twenty twenty yeah. slate. I'm so just like, uh, dude, God, yeah, like, like come on. I, I think, I think to summarize summarize what you're both saying here is that Lucasfilm has an issue of not planning anything. I mean, Kevin Feige is taking a like week-long vacation trip yeah. with the Marvel team to plan out the next decade of Marvel stuff. And Kathleen Kennedy has talked about this, talked about mm -hmm. doing this for <laughs> Brian Johnson and Benny Off and White. Yeah, she talked about this three <laughs> years ago. Or like, okay, sweetheart, it's it's you talked about planning the next decade of Star Wars films. It's the next decade. The new one's coming out next year. And word on the street is, and talk on the block, is that you don't have a director. It's creative differences again. And we're knocking on fucking May now in celebration. And we don't even know if we're going to get a movie announcement at Star Wars Celebration because we don't even know if the movie's even coming out again next year. It was supposed to come out this year, but COVID happened. So it's understand. Like, right. it is, yeah, it is the plan. Sense. Yeah, but it's the planning of oh Lucasfilm. God, right. That has constantly been it. an issue. And and so I think what you're saying, Goldman, about having having that consistency of every September you get visions and it's it drops one day and you get nine or ten episodes. Fine, that's great. Every December you get uh you you get a Mandoverse story, whether it's Book of Boba season two, Mando season three, the Ahsoka Tano series, uh fucking Bill Burr as Mayfield in the Mayfield series, who I, I don't care. That is cool consistency. So and then every three years we get a Star Wars movie. I would love that. But that would require Lucasfilm to actually try. And they don't. You know, you know what I really wonder? I think we, we all can assume that after Solo came out, Lucasfilm had like a huge shock. They're like, something needs to change. And it took them a while for that change to come into effect. I wonder if they're still... Like they, they had maybe they had like a complete like roadmap at, like before Solo came out and then afterwards they completely changed it. But it's been almost four years now since Solo came out. So I wonder like it seemed like they had a, a roadmap and a plan in the um, was it like the Disney Investors Day when they announced Rogue One, Rogue mm -hmm. Squadron and all mm -hmm. the other shows like they just announced it. And since then, we haven't really gotten anything like that. I'm certain we'll get something like that for Celebration. I wonder, I, I really hope, and again, this is me being stupid and optimistic because every time there's something, I get excited <laughs> and I get disappointed. My hope is just like Star Wars Celebration, we just notice, okay, something's changing. Like, like we're going to get release dates for these shows. We're going to have a better understanding of the future of Star Wars. This is the first Celebration in three years. 
Yeah. I feel I, like I, uh, I feel like since last celebration, like this is the most important like day for Star Wars. That's not the release of a product. You're, not- you're absolutely right. This is this is this should be the turning point moment. My issue is is we thought that at cele- at the um, Disney Investors Day from like a year or two ago now, mm-hmm. and we, we talk about planning, and you, you, you made a very good point on how we thought they kind of we, – not we thought, we knew. Like we heard from insiders. Like when the, yeah. da- da- the Game of Thrones guys were taken away, insiders at Variety, like multiple sources corroborated this evidence uh, or th- this information about Kathleen Kennedy was tired of feeling like they were getting rid of directors, and, and rightfully so. And so now we're at this point where – you see all the stuff come out on Disney Plus today, and I mean, what? Like maybe a third of that is like already in issues. Like the movie they announced, Creative Differences, um, the Lando series. No idea when the fuck that's going to happen. Oh, Acolyte has been delayed for like the second time, and that one, what? really? Thought, no, yeah, it's the the filming has been delayed again. Um, and, and it's just it's it's issue after issue, constantly on so many different things, and it, it's just like. I, I look back at that Disney Plus day and I think about how I was like, oh, they had a plan. I think they did have a plan. And the plan was throw shit at the wall and pray something sticks and we're just going to run with it. And they're like they're like a fucking fat guy with a bad habit. He gets in shape for a week and then he spends the next month eating fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream because he feels like shit because nothing worked out. The second Lucasfilm stubs their toe, they go right back to the usual shit of, oh, we don't know what to do. And I, I hate that. I have to wait till Star Wars Celebration for something to happen because Adam Frazier, friend of the show from Slasher Film um, or Slash Film, I don't know what I call it Slasher Film, but Slash Film, he made a good point about how Celebration, it's not really for casual audiences. It's for us. It's for the diehard Star Wars fans. And we yeah. can make a lot of noise. We can get the we can get the fandom kind of active and excited. I think the fandom's excited for Kenobi. I think a lot of people are enjoying Lego Star Wars. But when it comes to like everyone and their mother talking about star wars you need something like the force awakens trailer the last jedi did a good job of it too rogue one even these things like excited the entire world about star wars i don't think celebration is going to be able to do that unless they announce so many fucking things that it's like impossible to ignore and even if they announce it history has shown i don't even know if it's gonna fucking happen you could dave filoni could come out today and be like, I am happy to announce Tales of the Jedi is wrapped. We have animated everything. It is ready to debut tonight. I will press a button right now and it will launch. But it's coming out like in September or something like that because fuck you. And then come September, I would not be surprised if they're like, Tales of the Jedi canceled due to creator. Day. Like, I mean, <laughs> what can you expect from these people anymore? Oh, so I think, I think the expectations are down. And I, I, I think the, the vibe from Lucasfilm is depression. A lot of writing on celebration. A lot everything is on celebration. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. So I yeah. Yeah. we'll see. Go, going back to Tales of Jedi, just a real quick point. Like on the um the website when they showed a list of all the panels and stuff, like it said streaming next to Tales of the Jedi, which means people who aren't going like me could probably watch it. I think that gives me more credence that it's more important than Forces of Destiny 2.0. So again. Might be setting myself up for disappointment. I mean, Star Wars, being a Star Wars fan is kind of like an abusive relationship. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get excited for some things. It gets canceled. Or when it does come out, we get disappointed. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll wake up and stop being in this relationship, Goldman. Maybe not, we'll not, move not, on from Star you Wars. See, you, nah. you, see, you see my background? That's not going to happen. No. Yeah, there you go. I'm, 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 I'm in too deep. Much stuff on my I'm, I'm into deep. I don't miss you. I miss the misery. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, we did get an announcement for another Star Wars game. One thing Lucasfilm and Lucasfilm Games have been doing amazing at is realizing EA was one of the greatest mistakes of the entire company's career. Uh, we got an announcement for a Star Wars game from Skydance New Media, and they announced a collaboration with Lucasfilm Games to develop and produce a narrative-driven action-adventure game featuring original story in the Star Wars galaxy. Helming Skydance New Media is award-winning writer and director Amy Henning, a game industry legend whose credits include blockbuster series like Legend of Kane, Jacks and Dexter, or Jack and Dexter, and Uncharted series. And another kind of side report on this from the people who leaked Star Wars Eclipse like weeks and months before it even came out is that this new game from Amy Henning is actually the old game from Amy Henning from Visceral Games, the ragtag. Star Wars game set in the classic era, which is the original trilogy, played from the uh, perspective of the Rebels, if anything. 
And that's kind of what this game is. It's a revival of Ragtag because EA did not own the story to that. Lucasfilm did. And because this is the same people working on the same project and the same story, Lucasfilm's like, you just take it and run with it again. This is, um, in my opinion, very good news. This gives me a lot of confidence in Lucasfilm and the future of Lucasfilm games. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about a not just a new Star Wars game, another Star Wars game? How many Star Wars games do we have in development right now? I mean, it's almost it's ten. Seven, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Seven, seven eight. My 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 approach to Star Wars games. You know how when people talk about like Star Wars movies or shows, they're like, we don't want too many because they don't want to be cluttered. You know, Star Wars should be event. I can I can understand that for the movies and the shows, but with games, I think they should just pump out as many games as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at like the prequel era, especially around two thousand five. Oh my god. There were so many games. It's like if a game sucks, it's not a big deal. I mean, with Battlefront, it was a big deal because that was like the only game that came out. Yeah, Yeah. the only one. So, like, I would have preferred if, like, um, if if I was, like, in charge of Lucasfilm games or whatever, I would say, like, I'll make a Battlefront 3. That'll be, like, our main game, you know, that we support, like, a live service game over the next few years. And we just keep on pumping out like smaller single player games, maybe a few like smaller multiplayer games. It could be something like really simple, like just say like another pod racer game, you know, something just really simple that's 30 bucks, you know, like another squadrons, but maybe not as in depth. Don't even need multiplayer, just like pump out game after game after game. And if like Battlefront 3 just isn't a disaster and it's like the quality of Battlefront 2 is right now, people wouldn't be upset if a single player game like sucked if we were getting like four a year three or a year so my my mentality for star wars video games is the more the merrier i, I agree there on the most part uh yeah because you just go back to that 2005 2000 2005 era i can just lift i can list off so many games sure i'd say half of them just weren't good a lot of it's nostalgia but there was a lot of good thrown in there i mean battlefront games uh the clone wars game was pretty fun republic commando jedi knight jedi academy that game is freaking amazing i love that game uh and then um the revenge of the sith movie game you know there's so much more they can do with the gaming side of things and i agree with you goldman it's whenever one is lackluster or kind of messes up it's not as big of a deal compared to a movie because like lucasfilm creating a show or movie story it's a completely different it's different ballpark compared to uh these developers making games because it's it's just completely separate creatively and all that uh, they obviously have to follow Lucasfilm's rules and, and their kind of storyline, but they have most creative control. Uh, but yeah, I think this game, I don't remember much about the ragtag. I don't actually remember reading much about it. Um, I'm disappointed that it's more OT era stuff. I, I'm getting so tired of that. It's Agreed. I think we all are. It's just so like, why is Lucasfilm doing this? Why are they? It's like, I think every single show besides the Acolyte that, that's been announced is set in this kind of original timeline, isn't it? Well, it depends. Like, do you consider the Mandalorian the OT timeline? Yes. If there's here, here, here's how, here's how I consider it. Is there stormtroopers in it? It's original timeline. Oh, I disagree. I, I disagree. Your whole sequels is in that. I mean, you're the <laughs> fucking same thing. Okay, much. but like the sequels have the OT it's the OT timeline plus. For right? me, you got to pay fifteen dollars a month for it. For me, Once... the original trilogy is Rebels vs Empire. The Mandalorian sure. is not that. At least that's how. Sure. I okay. So. I'll be lenient with that. A post OT story. It's either post OT story within the OT itself. I guess. Like, do you, I, like, do you consider like, like Andor? I would consider like an OT story. Yeah. But yeah. If Lando ever happens, and I, I honestly hope it doesn't. But if like Lando happens, I don't know if I'd really consider that like an original trilogy story, because it seems like it would have more of like a solo vibes where he does fun adventures. I don't know, but I, I get, get where your you're point. coming from. Yeah, I mean. I'm talking era. It's because like the transition from the Empire to the First Order. It, it there is it is complicated on like okay when does the the Empire era end and the First Order era start? So you know what happens when you don't plan you know out a fucking trilogy. We need we need a new we need a new <laughs> name <up>. for that. <laughs> you, know, you know what's um it's funny like you know in 2015 like in 2014 they're like we're going back to the OT era because that, that was like the popular era. You know we want to go back to that. Right now I feel like the most popular is the prequel era. Oh God! Which which disappoints me, but yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I hate the prequel era too because it feels like the same fucking no, shit. Like, I don't I don't hate the prequel era. Like, it's still, I don't hate. It. It's just it's just we we, we with the Clone Wars, we we've milked it. All right, we've milked it to high heaven as well. Like I, and it's not even my, my issue is that it's not just the prequel era. It's specifically between episodes two and between episode five. That like that nineteen year gap between third from episode three and four, and then between two and three, 
has literally, I mean, the cow cannot put out any more milk. It's not even dust that's coming out. Like, not even air is coming out of that fucking thing. Like, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. I want something before episode two. Like, we have the cool. new book, the new book, uh, Brotherhood, for um, Anakin and Obi-Wan, this new Star Wars book. And it's, like, right after the Clone War starts, when Anakin is still, he's a Jedi Knight, but he's still got the weird fucking Padawan ponytail thing. So I just think that anything before the Clone Wars is interesting to explore. Anything after Episode Six is interesting to explore, and because of that, Lucasfilm has done none of it pretty much uh, until recently. They're, they're starting to get to that group, so maybe we'll get out of that little rut. But I, I think the prequels also need to be avoided. Like Phantom Menace timeline, cool. Explore that. Explore that. Hey, you know, explore that time. The ten year. There's a ten year gap between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones fucking do something with that we've never done anything with that at all the, the most we've done is um dooku, D- dooku like dooku. jedi lost where, where he where, yeah he, he fucking leaves the order like ooh, okay like something we knew that happened happened great right, just <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like a lot of people like think about like the phantom menace right like from a lore perspective like the the battle of like naboo in terms of like galactic scale or whatever that's like a relatively minute thing that happened like just you could do so many things like that where it's like oh there's a crisis on planet Z, you know let's send four Jedi over there and there's like a big battle and like just make a game out of that. You yeah, know? George maybe... Lucas literally thought about that. He was like, let me let me make a movie out of let's say there's taxation on you know these what? trade routes and I'm just gonna make a whole film about that. You know what? When I talk to like a lot of hardcore prequel fans and I tell them that the Phantom Menace isn't that important to the story of the prequels, they get mad. When it comes to like Anakin's story, you know, sure. But it's like in terms of like the battle of Thede and Naboo, it's not too important. It's never mentioned again. The you most important thing. Skip that movie, watch Attack of the Clones, and not miss a beat. <laughs> the only thing that's far, really relevant yeah. is is Anakin leaving his mother and his and them being slaves. Yeah, it's like one scene. Yeah, you don't even you don't even need that explained <laughs> though. I mean, literally him just that's coming true. to Tatooine, being like, that's "Hey, my true. mother, my mother used to live here." You're like, "Oh, okay, I understand." And then like he's like, "Oh, my mother was killed by these yeah. actually, yeah, yeah." People. You'd and be then, like, "Oh, I understand yeah, why you're mad." And he kills them all. Everything. And yeah, then, like, and then know. people are like, uh, "What about Palpatine becoming Chancellor?" I'm like, "You, you can just begin like Attack Clones. He, 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 yeah, he's, he's, he's Chancellor." Yeah, literally, like you don't need any exposition of him just being like, I am the supreme. Je-. You took it with Valorian, you saw him, you didn't need to go, Oh, I need to see him get voted in the office to make this believable. Like, no, you just took it at face value. You could take that with Palpatine, and then you find out he's corrupt. It's like, Well, it's a fucking politician. What do you think? He's not gonna like it, all makes sense. And you think you need a backstory of he, even Palpatine, right? You don't even specifically see him become chancellor. He just walks up to Naboo at the end of the fucking movie and is like, "Oh, that like emergency meeting that I orchestrated." Yeah, by the way, I won. Well, who would have saw that coming? Like, I don't need that in the Phantom Menace. Half the shit in the Phantom Menace you don't need. Um, anyways, no, I, want, I, want, I want a. Uh, I got this from the comments. I want a uh, Newt Gunray story. Oh God. <laughs> Oh god! I hate the, the, the opening of this Star Wars book, <laughs> Brotherhood. The opening. Let me let me look at the first chapter because it, it's it's by the name of the person who is. Uh, you got the book? Yeah, I got it. You know, it's oh, it, benefits of being a piece of shit. Um, it's <laughs> called the, the the girl's name is Rug Rug Quarnam, and she is a Nemoidian on the Cato Nemoidia world. All right, so don't worry if you want to learn more about the Nemoidians. They were so the racist aliens. Oh, and also, <laughs> hang on. Like, we first of all, we, we probably should just have an entire episode dedicated to the Phantom Menace. No one can ever convince me those motherfuckers were not racist. If I went up to any normal person in America and was just like, I was not aware that there was an attack on the boat, they would be like, Yo, you're bro, get out, man. You're, 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 you're not wrong. You're not and wrong. Pe- no, and people you're not. have the goddamn audacity to be like, I don't see why they thought the Phantom Menace was racist. I'm like, you didn't understand why you're gonna really gaslight me and tell me you didn't see Jar Jar be like, oh, you saw my massive like, no, no, you can't, you can't <laughs> lie to me like that. All right, I'm not stupid. Um, anyways, uh, before we get into the Phantom <laughs> Menace tunnel that I will gladly go down. Yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> we we have some amazing news about the series that is just not even coming out with any new information, but is surprisingly becoming a fan favorite, if you will. The Andor series. Word on the street is this thing is not going to be one season, not going to be two seasons. 
but it's going to be three seasons. And the plan was to have it to be five. The director of photography um, said the series, and ironically, his name is uh, Andrino Goldman. So, you know, not, hey. not, a, not a coincidence at all, if you will. And if you know Goldman's real name, it's exactly that. Um, it says the series I worked on, which is Cassian Andor, was supposed to be five seasons long, but I think it's not happening. It will have three seasons, maybe. We, we, we know for certain there's a season two. Like I just pretty much from the from the get go, we, we knew that there was yeah. a second season, a third season though. What do you guys think about this series being three seasons already planned out ahead of time? Like they have a lot of confidence in this cast and Andor series. Well, the, the fact that if they, they planned this out makes me excited. Like, it's, 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 yeah, like, it's like it's like it's like character development within Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah, you see change, you see improvements. I, I'm I'm very excited for the show because yes, I'm not so big on like the Empire and Rebel stuff, but I'm I, I like learning. I'm interested in learning more about like the backstory of the rebellion. You know, and like it'd be interesting from Cassian Andor's point of view. I think he was an interesting character. I didn't really like Rogue One, but I was interested in the character. So I'm looking forward to seeing just like some darker rebel stories. It's not something that's gonna have like you know huge stake. It's not like oh they have to get this right or we're gonna write. No, it's, it'll be like a fun story. I don't think people are gonna freak out if like I don't even know if it's possible to give Cassian Andor a character assassination. So I'm I'm excited for this. There's very low like stakes if that makes sense in terms of like fan appeasement. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to it a lot. Twelve episodes. So that'd be the longest Disney Plus series. The longest we yeah. got so far was WandaVision. That was nine episodes. I'm down for 12 episodes. Sure. That'll keep us busy for three months. Sure. Hopefully it's not filler episode after filler episode. But. <laughs> oh, oh, my shit even... broke down. We must find this mechanic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's going to go. He's. Uh, I need information about the Empire. That's great. Um, I need fuel. I need you to go to the spice oh, mines oh. of Kessel. Oh, they'll do it, man. Fuel. It's man. Like, funny, you know, the, the first five episodes of the Mandalorian season two Ma Mando needs something someone will give it to him as long as he does a mission for them first was super overrated at the beginning I didn't see it I didn't see what people were seeing when they were watching it you what? shut your whore mouth I was you like the first the first few episodes I'm like these are fine these are fun but oh where's the hype after episode where's one I was like this hype? is the future no no episode one I was I was on board but then there was a few in there I'm there like, was like it was like two. There was only Maybe, two episodes. That Filoni episode, man. That one. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's Filoni. What you? Everyone. Surprise, Ahsoka wasn't you, you, there. You, <laughs> you hear the name Filoni, and you're like 50-50. It's either gonna be the greatest thing ever, or it's gonna be the worst of all. Like, oh. I, I'm never gonna forgive him for what he did in Rebels with the wor world between worlds. Oh I gosh, absolutely that's, hate that. That's bad. What? Yeah, I love I, that. I, I, I hate war between worlds. We're, 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 you're talking we'll to the a, world's biggest rebel shill, so watch we'll have we'll have a debate about rebels as well in another show. We're just going to mm -hmm. keep lining these topics up and settling them in a show. <laughs> um, we 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 have great news about Andor that it is three seasons, but it was supposed to be five seasons long. What do you guys think that means? So, do, I mean, do you well, really think actually, they were banking on it being five? I'll say I've got a close friend whose neighbor is actually currently working on this show. Like that is an amazing way to set up a source. I have a friend whose neighbor, whose mom. <laughs> like I, I know, I know. My dad's, uh, my dad's uncle's friend works at Nintendo. Um, but no, I know this guy pretty well, and yeah, he wouldn't lie about that. He's probably in this chat right now. Uh, and so yeah, oh, I've, been, shit. I've been. No, I'm dead serious. Like he. Oh, <laughs> he's just gone. <laughs> um anyways yeah so like i've been hearing some stuff about it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything because i don't think he wants me to um but then this shows i wasn't excited for it but i, I agree i think it has a lot of potential being they don't have to be so, so safe with it i don't think because it's like it's cassie and andor who freaking cares but like that that allows them more creative freedom i think they can kind of just do what they want mm-hmm do you think this is going to be like the surprise show? Yes. I've seen people say yes. that on Twitter where it's like, oh, this is going to be the one that like people sleep on, but it's going to be mm -hmm. like the best. Yeah, I, I, I think it will be, especially when you think about it. if they had five seasons in mind, that means there's a pretty damn good story. Well, good story that that, that Lucasfilm has, has created up that they're like, oh, this can this can be something good. People are going to mm -hmm. like this. So that's kind of how I see it. It's a very good point. Very good point. I don't know. I'm I'm not against the idea of Cassie Andor being a series anymore. I feel like when they announced it, I, I mean, it was right after they announced Mandalorian as well. It was just such a weird thing. It's like really this guy, but 
as time has gone on, I mean, it'll, it's all, it's been, oh my God, it's been over five years since Rogue One even came out. So by yeah. this point, uh, people have sat with Cassie and Andor for a while. It's been a while since we visited the character. And I think people are not nostalgic, but if you look back to the time of 2016 when Rogue One came out, the way it captured that original trilogy feeling and vibe, it just did a very good job of, I mean, I think we said this in the Star Wars Oscars um, episode, is that Rogue One is like the second best in cinematography in Star Wars. And so I, I can't imagine what levels are going to try to take this to and make the world feel a little bit more lived in and real during this original trilogy timeline, especially from the point of view of the Rebels or this Rebel specifically. Mm-hmm. So this this has, I think, the most potential to be a great series out of any of the other Star Wars shows coming out. Because Visions, you know, whatever. Bad Batch, that's never going to be great. I mean, we, we just, it's a given. It's just, it's done. No, it's it's done. No, bad. It's called The Bad. Season, no season one of most of the animated shows were not great. I think they've gotten better. I hate you're that. Right. I, look, look, look. I get what you're coming. I hate that excuse because it's like it's they keep ex- doing it. It's not an excuse. I know, no. I, I know, but people use it as an excuse. Be like, dude, just stay confident. I'm like, no, I'm not because Dave Filoni, he is the like he is more hit and miss when it comes to his writing than George Lucas. Oh, I mean, you know, you're right. George is more consistent. He's like, I'm consistently shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no <laughs> not I, what I, I meant. I, I, but I do see. I'm sorry. I'm not from. excited for season two of the Bad Batch. I thought season one was. No. You know, it was like take the worst parts of the Clone Wars and make a whole show of it. I mean, I think about seven. it. Think about it. I am thinking about it because I remember seeing it. fucking season seven being like, <laughs> "Oh, the Bad Batch sucks. I hate this arc." And oh, they're showing the, uh, Siege of Mandalore at Celebration. They're having a I whole showing. I, I I'm like, will, yeah. Why are you guys going to show the first half of that season? Well, because <laughs> you can just watch the Bad Batch. They, they should have a showing of the uh, Trace and Roth arc. That's what I want to see. Oh, Imagine God. if they're trolling and like instead of Siege of Mandalore, they just play those episodes. That'd be so good. You know, th- there's very few times I actually like burst out laughing when watching Star Wars. One, one of the times was in the Rise of Skywalker when I sat in the back corner of an IMAX theater and Palpatine shot the lightning and my seat just started <laughs> shaking. That yeah. made me burst out laughing. The other time was when Trace and Rafa showed up in the Bad Batch. I was just so happy. I'm, since again, since I'm such a toxic motherfucker, I knew so many people would get pissed off. So it instantly made me happy. So I want to see. I do want to see more Trace and Rafa. I can't remember the last time I laughed. I want, at I want a Trace and Rafa for whatever their name is. I want a live action spinoff show, and I want them to confirm six seasons for it, and it's going to branch this new cinematic universe. Oh fuck! <laughs> My God, you know, and I, I, I agree with you, Palpatine, is about like not liking the excuse of a uh, well, the first season's bad, but it gets better because like. Like, you look at Doctor Who. If I watch like 10 seasons and I'm like, hey, this sucks. So, like, you gotta wait till like season 15, then it gets really good. Like, no, no I can't keep investing my time in this. And I, I, I just hope Andor isn't like this, where the first season's like, oh, this has potential. This is okay. And then, like, sure. but wait till season two and three or Bad Batch, where season two is like amazing, but you know, you still have to deal with season one. Like, why waste my time with season one? I, I mean, on the top of your head, how many episodes of Bad Batch season one do you think are pivotal? pivotal? To the story, pivotal maybe, maybe like four or five. But the yeah, pivotal five. story, I, like if you're talking good, <laughs> one. No, it's like literally <laughs> there was one. I'm dead serious. There was no, no, two, two. The first and the second to last episode were the no, only ones okay. that I thought were good. I'm if being you, no, okay. We're not talking about good. We're talking about important. I know, I know, I know. Important. There's, there's, there's a few. Yeah. There's yeah. the first episode. There's like the two episode arc where they meet Rex and they get their chips removed. And then yeah, Neko uh, doesn't say a fucking word. And then um, and then like the end last two episodes, so like five. No, I say six episodes because they go to um, who's the uh one guy they rescue and he's like, kind of messed up in the head. You guess it can't be that pivotal if you can't remember the fucking name, bro. Man, it's I don't remember because it's remember this show. I don't remember because it's not good, not because it wasn't pivotal. But there's like six episodes. <laughs> 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 oh, cloning. Oh, oh man. Oh. This is a funny take too. Bad Batch slightly above Book of Boba. That's a whole debate of itself. I agree. It is. It I is agree. because it doesn't ruin Mando season two. Oh, I yeah, that's a good point. Put my foot down. Put my foot that, down. We should have. That, a, we should actually have a talk about that. Did Book of Boba Fett destroy Mando season two? No, didn't destroy it. I'd say it derailed it slightly. No, I, I look. I, I'm. 
I'm turning into like how like the t typical TLJ hater. Destroy the franchise. That's how I am. Boga Boba Fett destroyed Mando so, season you're two. Such a, you're, you're a loser. <laughs> so you watch Mando season two now and you feel like this isn't good? I, I don't watch. I don't rewatch Mando season two anymore because it feels so pointless. The entire. Hear me out. The entire plot of Mando season two is what? To get Grogu to a safe place with the Jedi because he's getting about to. He's in the midst of being killed every single episode. What do they do four weeks later canonically? They undo that entire plot. It's not about the destination, pal. Memes is about the journey. It's about good writing. <laughs> I'm tired of this. And it's in the season two, <laughs> but it's not in Book of Boba. And they're so now both he's written back by John Favreau. In a comedical way, and Book of Bob and I'm sorry, Book of Boba's friends, and then <laughs> he's put in a literal war zone with these droidicas on steroids that can't hit anything. You're telling me you didn't laugh when the when, when whatever the, the girl fuck her who, name is she lost her tooth is, is just like sitting there screaming ah oh my god we're gonna die and, and then, then we have this emote for you in, in the back oh hey kid it's you what are you doing yeah, here this, uh, didn't, didn't give me a quick pat on the back the book of Boba Fett rant the, uh, hate, cloning, the, the book of Boba's so. feet pics we, we, we need to plan our next shows better and just. Pick a topic. I know. That's my. Hey, you went off on the Phantom Menace. I think I have got a credit to go off on Book of Bob. So I know. I know. this is this. I, I encourage free discussion. My no, my apologies. <laughs> let, me, let me look at like the. Oh, we don't have. Oh, let's say we would need like nine weeks or eleven weeks to actually do this. I was like, maybe every episode, like every episode going forward for Chatwin, we just talk about a specific movie starting on May fourth with the Phantom Menace. But so, oh. speaking of next week is May fourth, so we should be doing a special oh, Chatwin. Um, I mean, off the top of your heads, what what do you guys think we should do? Chat, hit us with something. What should we do for a very special <laughs> May the Fourth? Like, should we focus on a specific movie, a specific trilogy, a specific topic? I got one. It's my friends and I. We call it the Padme Challenge. You watch Attack of the Clones, and you take a shot every time she changes her outfit. I promise. I, I promise you, you will not make it halfway through the movie. She has a total of twenty two outfits in that movie. Jeez. That's not a bad idea, but is that so? I don't know if we can live. Well, you two Plus, I can fake it. Y'all aren't going to see me drunk. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm behind this fucking banner right here. I'm just going to be like, oh, I took a shot. Wait, no, you know, I'll, do, I'll, I'll FaceTime you and I'll have my uh, phone right here so I can verify that you're actually doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything you're doing. Point. Jesus. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you would love that. No, that was. I did that once. That was lethal. I was throwing up profusely. But yeah, every, everyone dressed up as Ewoks the entire time. That's what Lunga did for. Uh, oh no, or did, he, did he just do like Chewbacca? Remember two Halloweens ago, where you, oh, you, it, yeah. it was the, it was the only time you ever turned your camera on. And you wore like a Darth Vader helmet for like yep. five minutes, and you're like, I can't see. Yeah, I couldn't see, and I couldn't. You guys couldn't hear me. I could barely talk. And, and then and then I wore my uh, unicorn onesie, and uh, Lunga was a uh, Wookie. It was good times. Those good good times. times before before we were corrupted by palp memes. Agreed. My bad. My bad. Before the dark times. <laughs> before the empire. Well, that is all the time we have for today's show. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Next week, we are doing a very special May the 4th. Um, it may be a late announcement <laughs> right now, but normally we do like an entire day of streaming where you join yeah. one channel, we launch it off to the next one, and we just keep it spiraling. And then the grand finale is the greatest Star Wars podcast of all time. The Chatooine show. Yeah, very, right. very special episode where we don't know what we're going to talk about. We have no <laughs> idea what we're doing. We have no idea what it could be. Um, it, we could have a dedicated Q&A, but we did that one. Um, and, and that one just, you know, we didn't have a great turnout. And people were, you know, it's a Q&A. We, we can all, we always do those here. You can always ask us questions, but maybe we should have just a unique and specific topic for May the 4th. I don't even remember what we did last year, but I mean, wait, wait I think we should have the ranking week, for May the 4th. Oh, that's, yeah, that would have been a good fucking idea. Shit. Um, <laughs> Why do we do it so early? Because <laughs> we're, we're, we we're, no, yeah. we're low on ideas. Yeah, yeah there's no nothing topics. to do. And what's sad is like when it like comes to planning out the show, we're like, oh, we don't know what to do. And then like during the show, I'm like, you know, we could have an entire debate just about the Phantom Menace alone. Or like um, there, there one topic I saw on Twitter that I think would be a cool one is like, does George Lucas regret selling Star Wars? Ooh, like, I feel no. like you, I, I feel like you could talk about that like, off like a whole fucking episode so that's, that's we, a good one yeah, we, we have ideas maybe we'll, we'll jot some down after the show and maybe pick a, a great one for um next week so yeah tune in next week may the 4th star wars day i know there will be a disney gallery the book of boba fett coming out that day as well so we can probably talk about that at nauseum and maybe just talk about 
I'm not going to say the future of Star Wars because every fucking week it's the future of Star Wars. And the future <laughs> never comes. It never comes. <laughs> maybe Star Wars maybe, is maybe like... they'll finally get May the 4th right. Nothing's, nothing's no. happen. The Bad Batch Season 2 release. That's going to be May the 4th. That's going to be May the 4th because we're going to bitch about how bad May the 4th was for the whole day. No, like, I'll, I'll give them leeway. Bad, I'll give them leeway just because Celebration's only like exactly. three weeks after. Exactly. That, that's all. It's like, well, what's well, going to happen at Celebration, I guess? Like, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> It's gonna be good though. We're gonna. Have, it's gonna be. Wait. Fuck. Where, where? Where's the clip? I may have gone too far in a few places. Wrong clip. That's great. It's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. And Those that's clips, the show, dude. everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you all next time, and may the force be with you always. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my